time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Ian. Hi, I'm Rin. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Near and Far. Can I just but, say, yes. what if someone hasn't listened to this before and they think that's our actual names? Um, but then they'll get to the end of the episode and then they'll realise it's not our actual names. Okay, fine. Cool, good. You're bringing this up in episode 107. <laughs> I've only just thought about it. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, but if you say, hi, I'm the blue count or whatever, people don't see. But these uh, sound like real names. Excuse me, people can be called anything they want. If you want to be called the blue team or the blue counter, you go for it. Anyway, yes. Well, as usual, business first. So based on, you know, when we were playing Trains and Potholes and we got a draw, didn't we? Oh, yes. We talked about whether it's a good thing to draw a game or... Yes. So I put a poll on. Did you vote in the poll? Um, I think I did. Cool. Well, 43% said they didn't like games where you could tie and 57% said that games where you can tie were okay. So there you go. Quite an even split, but... The, the yays had it just briefly. Yeah. Yes. Nobody's very competitive. No, but I think also Riley... But it's more about the art of playing the game. Okay. The fun of playing the game. The fun of playing the game. Yes. Okay, because Riley commented and said that he likes a good tiebreaker. So maybe, you know, like even if you score on points, there'd be a like, okay, but the oh. winner is the one who maybe did it with the least amount of track or did it yes. with the least amount... Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you'd have to be some sort of way of... Working that out, yeah. Keeping account of who who played what tiles. Yeah, tiebreaker's a good idea. Yeah, tiebreaker's. But it's there as an option, maybe. Optional tiebreaker. Yeah. If you absolutely need a winner and you don't want to draw... Yeah, if you're one of those people that just can't accept that you're equal, that you both <laughs> yeah. you both won, uh, Riley, competitive, um, then there you go. Yeah. And the only other bit of business is I owe you an apology. Right. You won Treasure Island, so you should have presented the Treasure Island episode. Oh, I, oh, I forgot I about forgot, that I forgot role. completely yeah, about it. I so. About Apologies, guys. I know. Have we been keeping to that rule? We have, generally, apart from that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, sorry. Well, it feels like I've not presented then very much. I've it's because pre- you've not won I've not won, much. right. Yeah, but don't forget, it's only if you win outright. If we win as a team, I yeah. still do it. Okay. If we lose as a team, I still do it. I see, okay. So, it's mostly me, but sorry, if you were expecting a Mark episode last week, which I don't know how <laughs> don't you could have been, because you wouldn't have found out that he won until halfway through the episode. <laughs> yeah. But, sorry. I have robbed you of a Mark episode uh, and I apologise. But don't worry because it's Mark's turn to read the box for Near and Far oh, so you God. get to hear Here a big go. chunk of him because no doubt he'll struggle to read it. Uh, right, Near and Far mm-hmm. as voted for. Oh yes, as this requested, was wasn't it? This was our listener's choice game. This was uh, Riley's suggestion that we picked at random, wasn't near it? You picked far. it live on air. Oh yeah, I did. You yeah. did. So cheers, Riley. Here we go. So Near and Far. Hang on a sec. It says a sequel to the hit game Above and Below. Yes, but you don't need to have played... Well, well, that breaks some spreadsheet rules, I'm sure. Playing the sequel first, I can't see you approving of that. Um, We played Arkham Horror 3rd Edition and we haven't played Arkham Horror 2nd Edition. Um, We've played Forbidden Sky without playing Forbidden Desert. Are you okay? I I know, I'm I'm fine. (laughs) I was a little bit, but Riley assured me that we didn't. And the instruction book says you don't need to have played Above and Below to 
to get this. Okay, anyway. Yes. <clears throat> Near and far. Search for a lost city in a strange and wonderful world of ruins. Is that what we were doing? I didn't realise that. Yeah, but don't forget the ruin doesn't crop up until like chapter 11 and we only play okay. chapter 1. Okay. Manage and recruit adventurers, each with a unique identity. Read from a book of stories, creating a memorable tale each time you play. Choose your path in connected quest lines. What? Um, includes a gorgeous atlas of 11 maps to play on. Mm -hmm. Buy skills for your character over a 10 map campaign. Two to four players, 90 minutes. Um, that's pretty much all it says, really. Age 13 plus. Um, yeah, it's a really basic blurb. There you go. Are we having fun yet? Um, so next, I usually give an outline of the game, but it's difficult to explain without going into the actual mechanics. You are people moving about on a map, scoring victory points by doing stuff, aren't you? Yeah, so you go, you are adventuring, you start, there's a town section and a map section. Yes. Right? So you have the town section where you sort of collect your items, so you collect your little team of people, you get little, you know, money, it's food. It's like... Your, your stuff ready for your quest. You, you, you stock get your up blobby, in the town, don't you? Stocking up, and then you go onto the map and you go around, and there's maybe think money to collect or these quests to to answer or people to fight uh, as you go around the map, and then you can then you can go back when you sort of need replenishing your supplies back to the back other to board the of the town, and you're sort of going back and forth. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Times fun equals progress. I'm just gonna. I guess the easy thing would be to go. We'll talk about what happens in the town, and then we'll talk about what happens in the world and yeah. just go through the mechanics. Okay. Okay. But before we do that, I'm going to start on just one minor comment. Oh my god, here we go. What, the rule what book you? does have a couple of typos in it. Oh, that's all Just right. saying. Just saying. A couple of questionable grammar word choices there. Um, but nothing that's... Uh, yeah. I've never seen a rule book with an index before. That's very good. You've never seen a rule book with an index? I've Not like this, with all the A to Z, and you can look it up. <laughs> that's that's what an index is. Yeah, but not a game, <laughs> not a game rule book with an okay. index. Good, they game. Marks. Oh come on, everyone! Brilliant. Look at your games and see which one has an index. None of them. Apart uh, from this one. Well, the Ark the ones that have the player reference books, like Arkham and mm. um, actually, all I can think of is Arkham at the minute. Yeah, exactly. but they do. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. It's quite a complicated setup, I think. I was thinking when I was setting it up, I was thinking, oh my god, there is so much to remember. But actually, it wasn't that bad when we played it wasn't bad at all when we no, played it once it was you really start, simple like all of these once you start and you get into it yeah it's fine but it it is quite a lot to begin with yes and before we get into the game it's just worth saying so there are actually and it mentioned a few of them while you were reading the box but there's a few different ways to play this so we were playing or we will be playing campaign mode which is where you basically just play through every chapter like every page in the atlas and you go from the beginning of the world all along until you find this ruin at the end and you can play Oh, the idea with campaign mode, obviously, is that you stick with the same character and sort of go along. But you can play character mode, where you actually get a blank character sheet and you get to name them and, like, collect experience and do all that sort of stuff. So if you're more of, like, an RPG player, you can do it that way. Or there's an arcade mode, which, if you don't fancy all the long story bits, it has a deck of story cards. Instead of reading from the storybook, oh. it's just a real quick, boom, here's your mission, do that. Like, mm. a real quick version. So whatever mood you're in, if you're one of these people, that plays depending on mood which no you're not yes. um, but there's sort of like a version of the game to cater ah. for that which did make the rule book a little bit more complicated because at each step it then branched off and said if you're playing campaign mode do this and if you're playing character mode do this and if you're playing arcade mode do this but as long as you sort of 
keep in your mind which version of the game you're playing and just follow those boxes and those bits it's manageable but if you were you know not focusing on that yeah I don't know you could easily end up reading the wrong bit and setting up the game slightly wrong or whatever it's good to be sort of flexible but then actually you just want to know how do I play this game (laughs) well it's good to be flexible but you've got to be clever enough to handle the flex yeah exactly I don't think it's necessarily needed no play to win let's start by talking about the town then okay so it's a nice little bit of board and this section (laughs) mirrors like a worker placement game doesn't it you have the locations in the town and on your go you put your person in whichever building you want and you take that action yeah fine so there was a town hall where you can trade resources there's the saloon where you can recruit people for your team yeah um the farm no stables where you get the little kiwi birds that carry your luggage for you uh general store which you can you get money from the general it should be the bank it should be called a yeah. bank shouldn't it you get money what are you doing robbing yeah. the general store so you need you need people so you can get enough hearts for you to move around the map basically and like strength and skill and, and stuff people you need you need money to get the people and you need like food and you need stuff, food so... to get the kiwis to yeah. carry your luggage you need money to buy the people to like go on your yeah. quests with so you. you need to collect all this stuff to begin with before you start so you're spending however many turns on these various spaces yeah. to begin with but I sort which of is fine which is alright quite liked that yeah because it's like the prep phase isn't it so I didn't leave town until I had a team of four people assembled I had my three kiwi birds to carry my luggage and I had three treasures so oh my god is that why so what okay so you got your treasures you got your people you got your hearts or whatever so say I've got enough people I've got ten hearts and then I can move around the board until my ten hearts run out mm. then I've got to go back to the town and get my ten hearts again yeah then go back on the map and carry on yeah it's that why this game is called near and far could be because you're near in the town and then far you go out on far, the world but actually you can't get that far because you have to go back near to the town yes and I guess back so. far again but the, is I- that the reason could be <laughs> it's just come to me <laughs> <laughs> we'll see um yes so what was I saying yeah I didn't leave town until I was fully equipped like no yeah I didn't as well because I was one copy in you and two I thought it was a sensible <laughs> idea of course it was a sensible idea so yeah you stock up in the town uh, and that's like the worker placement sort of situation okay well I'm going to go to the saloon I'm going to pay three quid and I'm going to take this person I'm going to wait I'm just going to go to the mystic's hut but you can't because you haven't got a bird to carry your oh, treasure okay how much is a bird one three. food well, where's my food you get food from the farm I haven't got any money for the farm have I I'm going to go to the shop and just get a pound I'm going to pay two and get my lizard lady friend to come with me <laughs> nice hello lizard lady friend I'm glad you can join me and my kitty. I like your purse that you're, <laughs> you're holding. Oh, we've got... Come on an adventure with me, please. This man with a kitty. <gasps> <laughs> Off to the mystic. See what I get. I have got a clay mask. Ooh. When you gain or lose reputation, you may ignore the reputation gained or lost. There we are. A clay mask. How useful. Ah. No, but that's good, because if anything takes you into minus, you can be like, that mm. wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go back to the stable and get another little bird. I'm just prepping myself so I can just have maximum 
maximum yeah, treasure yeah. carrying. No, do you know what? I'll go to the mystic and see what treasure I get. She doesn't give out very good presents. I've got an old shovel. I told you. When I build a camp, I can spend one food to gain a coin or a gem. There you go. So my first little bird is just carrying an old shovel. And I'm going to buy a pig man. Next up is a goat man. Rather sad looking lady. Mystic, give me something good. Oh, a travel diary. Mm. Gain one food when you successfully complete a quest. And I've got my team of four. Okay, I'm going to load up my next bird with a rough map, which gives me an extra move. A noose trap. Ooh. Gain one food when you gain a treasure. You can hold on to that little bird. Hello, goat man. We've got this lovely blue lady. An old lantern. And that gives me a plus one to quest rolls, which is good. That will cancel out my fear of caves, won't it? Oh, a supply pack that gets me an extra heart. Carrot basket. Gain a food when you leave town. Firebomb. Ooh. The only other sort of difficulty, apart from the saloon, is if someone else is already in that building, you have to fight them if you want to do that building's power. Um, and if we were playing with four players, obviously more of the buildings would be, there would be a lot more squabbling. We didn't fight each other at all, did we? No, we couldn't be bothered really. We were just well, too busy no getting need. on, but we didn't there need was... to. I, we were just waiting patiently for each other. Yeah. So if you were getting a coin from somewhere, I'd go to the saloon, then we'd like swap over next yeah. turn. There was so, too yeah, many free to. buildings for a two-player game. Because, which is... we, because we're not not working together no we sorry yeah my mistake i thought we were last episode i said it was a co-op game but it's not we are <laughs> we are competing so yes the only fighting came so because there's two players there was this neutral bitch who just sat in the town hall that you <laughs> had to go and fight every time you wanted to visit the town hall um i smacked her about a few times just to get a bit of reputation i don't know why i get a plus reputation for beating up a woman but you know <laughs> maybe she's a horrible woman maybe she deserves it Watch the lady at the town hall. Oh, yeah, fuck her. Stupid bitch. How polite we are excusing each other past the doorways. <laughs> yes. Damn it, that's where I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can fight me if you want. I'm going to fight this bitch at the trade house. Oh, Village she looks nasty. I've got two swords, seven total. She can't oh. win. I'm going to fight this bitch. <laughs> I know I don't have to, but I'm going to because I need reputation. Right, I'm going back to the towns and I'm going to smack this bitch in the oh. face again. It's a really? bit of a strange world this is set in because I'm a lizard person. Yes. You're like a human. Yeah. And you meet like toads and shit. Yeah. There's some and blue people and robots. There's robots. Robots. And it's a bit, uh, it's sort of Japanesey with the font and the pictures of these. These buildings uh, do buildings. look a bit pagodery, don't they? Pagodery, yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with so, pagodas if that's your no. jam. So it's it's a very odd mix of things. And you say like these little kiwi Kiwis. things. Well, I would say so. maybe, maybe the world is introduced in above and below. Oh, okay, fine. Maybe, but... No, but no it's not. It just uh, You're sort of getting used to that as well as you're getting used to the game, if you see what I mean sometimes. Yes, but... Because there's no story, well, necessarily, apart from when, you, uh, when you're in the middle of doing a quest. It doesn't yes. start out with any text. No. So I had, one, the problem of just, like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but then also, my only... Sorry, I'm going off here now. Go for it. Okay, you get your stuff from the town, and then you're off on the map. And I know you can collect coins, and you've got these little book things to go towards to get you a bit of quest. Yeah. But then I was like, well, what are we actually aiming for? What is the aim? I didn't really know what we... We're just wandering around to collect stuff. I was like, what What are we aiming for? What is the ultimate thing? What is the story here? There was nothing there. 
that's it. That's my only yeah. big criticism, really. Well, I was. Well, I'll go into a bit more. Like, when, who are we? What are we doing? When we well, well, okay. This would be a good interlude. So, if you're playing character mode, right? So, when you go out on the map, you can do these quests, and um, you know, some spaces have letters on and quest tokens, and so when you land on that space, it will be like, okay, read quest yeah, O or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if you play character mode, instead of looking at quests to do with the map, you look at quests to do with your person. So, and then you tell the story of your character. So, if we were playing that, let's read our little intros. Oh, yeah, so you've got... So, I was Eam, right? Your name is Eam, and you were once a famous bandit leader feared across the lands. I look a bit young and twinky to be a famous bandit leader, don't I? I'm not a woman. Yeah, you are. I'm literally not. not, sorry. Then you were in prison, (laughs) then you weren't. There was some unpleasantness in between, but you'd rather not dwell on it. Now, you wander lost in more ways than one. You have many regrets, but there's no changing what you've done. To truly change the past would take a power only spoke of in legends. It would take the power of the last ruin. So that explains why I'm searching for this thing, isn't it? To restore oh, my... So we're both supposed to be searching for something. Bandit reputation. And you... We're searching near and far. You are searching near and far. Possibly above and below at some point. Oh, here you go, Rin. I'm a lizard with earrings and a book. Your name is Rin and you were recently widowed. Uh-huh. As a lizard folk living in a human city, you felt out of place at first, but your husband, Jen, was so outgoing and charming that you quickly made many good friends. Jen worked as a prison guard and he even made friends with the inmates, often telling you all about them. Uh, Jen was kind and always saw the good in people and in return he was killed by an escaping prisoner. <laughs> oh no! Who? I think it's me. Oh my god. There's in your a bit grief that and anger says... you find yourself remembering your mother's old book and the stories she used to tell. You have replaced the power to grant the heart's great desire, a place known as the last ruin. Oh. Is there a bit that, there's a bit that says because Rin and Ian of stories are connected you shouldn't play with just them two or something. Sh- oh it says Shardling and Ring are recommended for a two player game. Okay. Uh, well I don't want to know. I think I anyway. killed your Anyway. Okay, so there is more of a story there if you do it that way. Yeah. Oh, I see. I probably would have preferred that only because I was like, I got everything we had to do and picked out very quickly considering there's so many different pieces and boards and yeah. all that stuff. Collect your stuff for your bag, go on your quest, easy. Keep up your money and hearts and all that stuff, fine. But then on the map, it's not a big map. There was plenty of locations on it. And there's locations going. I was thinking, well, I don't, I, what am I, where is the rate? I don't, I didn't have a purpose to go, oh, I need to go that way because I'm going towards this. So I need to go that way. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll just wander this way and collect some stuff until the game's over. I don't so really, do you know what I mean? That's what I struggled with. So, right, obviously, yeah. once you've stocked up in the town, you go onto the map and you can move around these spaces and follow these paths. And the idea is that you build camps. You've got 14 little tent tokens and you build camps to show, like, your progress of how far you've travelled. And, like, because if you've got a camp, you don't have to pay a heart energy to move from that space. So the idea is that you spread out your camps from town and explore further and further along the map. Fine. But the game ends when one person has spent all of their camps. So is that the object? To spend your camps as quickly? Well, not as quickly as possible. Well, no. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I was keeping an eye on them. A lot of mine went on because when you fight people, you take one of your camps. So I was... Yeah. And there's quite a lot of fighty bits on the board yeah, that you so have to some of the paths, fight. Some of the paths are blocked by, like, enemies that you have to defeat yeah. first. And some of them you get treasures. So a lot of mine got taken up with that as well. So it just naturally came to an end yes but actually it probably was in good time because we were starting to run out of things to do true and so there's many ways you can spend no not spend you can earn these victory points obviously 
so you earn victory points by building camps, you earn victory points by defeating bad guys, and you earn victory points. So we each started with a hand of uh, like these artifacts that we mm. could buy. And so I was treating those almost like my goal cards, mm. and I would just worked my way through them. Right, first the first card in my pile, I need to have eight gems and I need to have three quid. So I just did whatever I could to collect those eight gems and those three quid, and then I bought that card. And because in my head, like you said, yeah, at the beginning I was a little bit lost of just be like, right, what am I supposed to be doing? So I used my artifact cards as like my checklist, if you like, right, I'll buy this one and then I'll do whatever I have to do to get the required funds for the next one and I'll buy that and then I'll do whatever. And so just however many tents and camps and stuff I was building to achieve those was incidental. If I'd spent my last tent before you spent yours, it would have Mm. purely been fluke because I just needed to to buy my artifact sort of thing. What was your tactic? Well, the thing, I didn't really have the goal. So I was just, I didn't really have a tactic. I wasn't looking, I didn't get any of my cards. No. I wasn't really looking at I was just, well, it was mainly just to go towards the next quest. Yes. So these quests. pretty much it. There were seven spaces that you could put, well, that had quest tokens on. And when you landed on one of those, that was when you got to read from the storybook and like make some decisions. And there were some good ones, weren't there? You know, like whether you find someone trapped, do you rescue them or do you leave them? Some toads left a mess in the forest. (laughs) Yeah, some toads trashed a campsite. Juvenile toads. (laughs) Um, But see, the good thing about that is there are way more spaces that have quest letters than the amount of tokens that you can place. So if we were to play this map again, we'd be putting them on different letters and we'd be reading different parts of the story. So now we've played this, do we just go on to the next map next time? Yes. So eventually we will find what we're looking for on a map or was the idea just to play through the maps? No, well, I think the last ruin that we're all looking for is map 11. We'll be on map 11. Yeah. Then what's the point of going through 10 maps? But I think it's just like a campaign. So we made a note of how many victory points we scored on this map. Right. So it's just you're collecting points as you go along, basically. Yeah. And I guess so by the end of map 11, whoever, whichever of us has managed to score the most points overall is the overall winner. Fine. Well, that could have been explained at the beginning. I thought that was obvious. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward. But um, yeah. And like I said, if the town part was like worker placementy, this map world part was what? Action point spending? Spending, I don't know, all the technical terms. Because like however many hearts you get from your recruited party from town is sort of gives you how many moves you can move, how many like Mm. actions you can spend, isn't it? Out on the world before you have to go back and replenish your energy. I'm just trying to work because there's so much to do. I know. I'm just trying to work out if you get into a fight yeah. and you want to avoid that fight, you can feed it like you can <gasps> no! sacrifice a bird. Well, I should not do that. <laughs> but then obviously if it's carrying a treasure, you have to... Yeah. I don't really know what I want to do. Yeah, I'm going to start questing. Right, I'm going to leave town. Bub, 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 bub. Wow. So, I, this is where you add up your hearts. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Quest H, please. You enter a well-trodden cavern a popular entrance to the lands of below. Descending a cracked staircase, you follow cries for help until you find a caged woman. Oh, oh dear. Well, hello. Please help, she says again and again. Please help. If we were <laughs> I, in Nightmare, I'd be. <laughs> what would you give me if I, if I help you? What's in it for me? <laughs> her eyes dart about unnaturally. There's an unnerving strain in her voice. Ah! <laughs> 
When you examine the metal bars of the cage, you notice that they shudder occasionally. Maybe they're like electrified. The cage itself is alive. Oh, shit. So it's a skill five. Open the cage door and free the woman. Yeah. Or combat eight, attack the cage. Well, what skill? Skill is hands. One, two, three. I'm better at hands. So I'm going to go attempt to free the woman. Okay. Okay, right. So what was it? Skill five. Two, three, four, five. Yellow faction gain the fear of caves card. Was there no like explanation? Like you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Woman. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot that bit. As you <laughs> open the door, the cage and woman suddenly disappear into a cloud of spores. Oh. What you thought were stalactites in the ceiling are actually teeth. Oh. You are standing in the mouth of a giant cave creature. Shit. You leap for the entrance as the ceiling closes down upon you. Barely escaping, you flee to the surface. You mark the place on your map and warn others when you return to Thorn. They go i now have minus one to all quest rolls in the land of below oh hang on that's bad <laughs> <laughs> well you went into a dodgy cave you got eaten by a i thought it was gonna be yeah cage. actually i thought it was gonna be like you now no longer fear of caves what a fucking bitch has made me afraid of caves what a slag you are in the drip drip mine oh dear you hear crashing noises and screaming ahead as you near their source you see dozens of panicked lizard folk fleeing their clifftop village accompanied by a loud tick 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 noise chasing after them its source appears to be an enormous rusted robot which drops the hut it has in one monstrous hand and glares down at you with piercing red eyes the tick 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 grows louder as it moves towards you feet and fists smashing the ground just before it pummels you with violent fury the tick 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 stops and the robot ceases mid stride as if frozen you hear echoing curses and banging noises from somewhere inside the machine followed by a shrill aha that's it the tick tick ticking starts again, faster this time, and the colossal robot once again descends on you, ready to strike. Your only options, it seems, are to run for the cliff or escape to the nearby quarry. Uh, so run for the cliff and try not to fall off is skill four, or run to the quarry is skill six. And what is my skills? You little hands. I'm gonna run for the cliff because I know I can okay. do it. Which you yeah. did. You race to the edge of the cliff as pound, 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 the ticking robot chases after you. Ah. Just before it reaches you, you grab on to vines and brush and dangle below the edge. Oh, brush, as in like yeah, bushes. Like sticks, yeah. yeah. And you dangle below the edge. Moments later, the pounding ceases and all you hear is a tick, tick, tick as the robot careens over the edge and plummets to the ground far below you. So you get a red token yeah. and the bonus is a coin as well. Well, I have to go back to town because I'm out of hearts. Near the town of above, you come upon some townsfolk that have captured a skinny boy wearing animal furs. Oh. He's a savage his kind burned our last village, says a fierce-eyed woman. I am not a savage, says the boy. <laughs> we do what we must to survive, just as you do. How many gloggos have you robbed since you founded your village here? Okay, so do you fight the villagers to free the boy? Oh. Or convince the townsfolk to let the boy go as a first step towards peace? What are the skill tests? Oh, so fighting is combat six. Yeah. Or skill five for the other one. I'm going to go skill five. I'm going to go for some peace negotiations. Okay. So I've got one, two, three three four five six uh you get one plus reputation story. oh sorry Read sorry i forgot i want to know what happened <laughs> well they send the boy on his way of course oh, of course be sure to tell your people what happened here says the fierce side woman grumpily <laughs> what a bitch <laughs> <laughs> um one reputation and a yellow faction cool beans check me out saving people all over the place mm. a strength six raider so i've got one two three four five six 
You enter a grove of trees, the air thick with the smell of pine and dried leaves. A fat, furry creature crawls from some tall grass and stands before you. No more tourists, he says. (laughs) We're closed. Didn't you see the sign? A group of juvenile toad folk left a huge mess at the campsite. It's going to take a week to clean it up. Those juvenile toad folk. Those fucking toad fuckers. Uh, Right, skill five to offer to help clean up the mess. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or skill seven, oh my god, to hunt down the toad folk and make them clean up the mess. Um, where's my skill? One, two, three. Skill is your little hand. Shit, I've only got three. Yeah, but you get a dice roll. I will just um, help tidy up, I think. Okay. I haven't got time to hunt down toad folk. <laughs> no, juvenile toad folk. <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh, there Four, you go. Five, yes, done. Uh, so what did you get? Seven. Yeah. We get the bonus. The little furry creature, as thanks, invites you to a dinner of spicy vegetable stew. Aww. You get one red faction token. Great. You get one food. Lots of food right now. And you get the bonus of plus two to your reputation for being just an all-round good person. Being a good egg. Uh, That gives me enough to buy this invincible box for one coin and eight gems. Lose no points at the end of the game for artifact cards in your hand. One, two, three, build a camp. Oh shit, that's a seven. Seven swords. Doesn't look like a very good seven, does it? It's like a scratch. Fuck. I might have to go back to town because I've not got really enough to do anything. I'm going to buy this shadow bracelet. Two gems, three quid, and a blue token. And that lets me visit occupied buildings (coughs) without fighting. This only costs two quid, so I'm going to get a mystical brew. Get one food whenever I visit the saloon. You traverse a deep cavern to a serene lake. You sit by the shore, catching sight of a yellow glow before the surface, which grows brighter with each moment. Suddenly, a massive fish emerges from the water, its bright eyes lightening up the cavern. Travellers, I am Zorhim, he says in a voice that rumbles the rock beneath your feet. The soul of my wife is trapped within this gemstone. Oh, God. He nods at a bright red crystal near the edge of the water. She wishes to visit her sister in another passage. Could you take her there? So, do you want to take the gem and sell it at the market, or take the gem to her sister? <laughs> oh, my God. Why would you say no? I'm not going to... Well, what are the skill things first? Okay, skill six is to take it to the market, or skill seven to take it to her sister. Oh, I'm getting skill seven. Come on, what okay. sort of heartless bastard would be like, yeah, I'll take... What a bastard. Okay, right. Uh, right, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, and I'll spend my last heart to make it a seven. Okay, well, you get an extra reputation. Read the story. Oh, sorry. The fish's wife carries on a relentless chatter, and you sigh in relief when you finally find her sister, a huge silver fish with four eyes in another underground lake. Brilliant. And there you get one reputation and a blue faction. That was worth it. You visit the town of Above, a pleasant place with beds and cider to spare. Mm. At the local inn sits a blue cat, a mechanical man, and a mayor with a huge moustache. Traveller, perhaps you could help us, says the mayor. Now that we have become so prosperous, there's a growing movement to build an army and exact revenge upon the barbarians that burned our last village and drove us here. Would you convince them to forget the past and move on? Uh, Right, so skill seven, convince the townsfolk to forgive and forget, or skill four, help the townsfolk attack the barbarians. 
barbarians. Let's attack. Okay, what's only a skill four? One, two, three, uh, four. There we go. Um, you watch the army march to war, their banners held high, eager for revenge. Oh, God. Um, well, you've done a douchey thing, so you lose two reputation. Oh, shit. Well, I need to anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you get a green faction and one coin. Imagine inciting the villagers yeah, to I'm war. What a bastard. You're a horrible person. Those poor villagers. The, the men of the village will die because yeah. of you. I am going to buy a gnarled fiddle. Two quid and one gem. And if I end my go at one of your camps, I gain a heart mm. by entertaining you with my music, <laughs> probably. Well, I am going to spend two quid to get this Srika hair rope. I can re-roll the dice once per quest. Should we frag it and just see how we... I'm trying to think if there's go. anything else to talk well, as about. As we frag, we can... Yeah, okay, let's frag. Um, fun. Um, okay, it was definitely more fun than I expected it when I first saw the board and everything, because I did think, okay, there's a lot here. Yes. And how am I going to cope with all of these different things? <laughs> mm. But actually, it only took a couple of turns... Yeah. We were well away. It was quite smooth. And it was fun because although I didn't have that goal, I knew, okay, I, don't, I want to avoid these like bandits or I'm running out of hearts so I need to go back here and I know what to, I, I knew what to do. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to say four. I'm going to say four as well. Pretty much for similar reasons. Yeah. Like I said, for the first few turns, I was a bit sort of, well, no, actually tell a lie. For the first few turns, we were just stocking up yeah, in the town. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. Like and I then... knew what I was doing there because you've got all these spaces on your character board these yeah. are your spaces for your kiwi birds these are your spaces mm. for your party these are your spaces for your treasure so i was just like right well the first few rounds i can just be stocking up my character board exactly but then once i was out in the map i was a little it took me a couple of goes out there to sort Straight of settle out, yeah. on a tactic or a what am i actually doing yeah, sort of yeah. Thing. um so yeah four but after as you said after that it was like smooth process well, maybe if you play again it would be it would be easier now yes definitely uh okay replayability um, I'm I'm gonna go for four again. Yeah, I because, am. Because right, so first of all, this this character element. So we were earning experience as we went, and then you can spend in between each game. You can spend experience to buy like new skills. So I've bought fishing. I I can now fish, which means I start the game, my next game, with one food already. So that means I could buy a kiwi bird straight away next time without right. having to waste a turn stocking up on food to get the kiwi bird. What skill did you get? Taunting, so I get one extra dice with a jewel, one extra point. Yeah, jewel. So that's an element of replayability to like build up the experience, so you can buy more skills and sort of customize yeah. your characters. Also, there's ten more boards. Oh yeah, definitely. But also, if we played this one again, we've gone through our storybook mostly of those. I know there's some others. Well, we've only done six of them. Okay. Out of mm. more than six. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with four. I yes. Think there's plenty of elements that would be different every time. Yeah, and I guess the only thing, because I haven't looked through this atlas and I'm not going to until we, you know, play next time sort of thing. I'm just wondering what other features will be on the future maps. Yeah, I think there's an element of like, at, ooh. If we look at the other map and it's like, it looks exactly the same. Yeah. It's just got a few different things, different paths. But if it's completely different, yeah. we'll have to see, won't we? Yeah, absolutely. So it's got plenty of scope, hasn't it? Yeah. And as you said, even if you've played all 11 maps, there's way more chunks of story than opportunities to read stories. So you could say, and actually the book does have a little tick box next to each one. So if you wanted to, you could tick off the ones that you've read and make sure that you put tokens yeah. on the different spaces to guarantee that you're going to read new ones. It's got plenty of scope, hasn't it? Aesthetic. Oh, 
Um, it's not awful. It's not terrible. Oh. Oh. No, oh. go on. Oh, well, you did a face, like. But. Well, no, I just did a okay. face because it sounds like you're going to slag it off. No, I'm not. It's just. I don't know if it all goes together for some reason. I'm not sure. No, it does. And the colour scheme is great. Do you know what I like the best? The dye. A really cool, funky, sort of shiny one. Mm. I've never seen a dye this Pearlescent. Pearlescent. Oh, per like a pearlescent ready. Like yellow but like, spots. Sometimes nice. it looks very red, and then sometimes yeah. it looks like a purple, depending um, on when the light hits it. It's very The cool. only thing I would say is the font is a little bit... I know the font goes with the aesthetics of the um it's quite, and stuff. It's quite um, orientally... It's the oriental font, and sometimes, like... Where was it? The number seven... Oh, yeah. It just looked like a scratch. It didn't even look like a number seven. I didn't even know it was number seven. So I was, I was fighting this thing, which I thought wasn't very... Was I thought two. it was strength two. I thought it was two, and I was like, I can do this. And then it turned out to be seven because of the font. Um, I know it's a small thing. Uh, no, but it's true. There's one character who I can't work out whether their name has a U in it or an I. You know, if well, it's exactly, a, like an yeah, I with a flourish. It's just that. It's just that. And, yeah, and I think because I didn't understand the world, yeah, you try to you try and get as much as you can from the, from the aesthetic and the imagery and stuff on it, and it's still a bit odd. And mismatch, isn't it? Right, um, I'm gonna say it's no, not like majorly awful. Okay, right, you you give a score three. Okay, I'm gonna say something controversial. Uh oh, you love it. <laughs> I like it. I and like. Oh my god, what's it gonna say? right? First, I'm gonna say if you've played above and below, does that give you more of an introduction into this world of why we've got like kiwi birds and lizard people and frog people or whatever? Or but like it's kind of like it's got like a steampunky vibe to it, hasn't it? Yes, They've all got lots of like straps it. and it's like stuff. steampunk with oriental fairy tale yes and it's like you know if the universe was done oh, good god. oh my god it's a bit universe yeah but it's like a do you know what i mean if the but universe like was done like right by a three-year-old you'd be in this world yeah no i know what you mean i know what you mean but then if we're talking about the actual game you've got a lovely bag here cloth bag yeah so, so the dice little really wooden nice. tents the wooden storybook is a lovely oh i've just thought do you think binder. you're supposed to stand your tent oh oh that makes more sense <laughs> Mm. <laughs> We've been lying them flat, but you can stand them up These like an actual tent. <laughs> uh, and so the colour, yeah, it's okay. yeah, it's just nothing. It doesn't blow me away. And okay, I'm going for four because I yeah. like it. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, as I said, please let us know if you've played above and below. Does that give you more of an intro into the world of why we've got these mix of races and humans and animal people and mm. such? And the kiwi birds. I'm just intrigued by why you would use a kiwi bird. And in later games, you can swap it for a tortoise that carries oh. your luggage there. Um, oh, incidentally, because you lost. Yeah. Next time. So, right, everyone gets an animal companion, a cat or a dog. But each time the loser, you can have a platypus as your oh, companion next time. That's not a loser move. Well, no, it's like an extra. I think it's a bonus. I think the <laughs> oh, platypus okay, is a little good. bit. So because, because you lost. lost this game, oh, okay, you get the bonus of the platypus Aww. next time. Yes. That's worth it. That's worth it. <laughs> worth it for a platypus. So, there you go. Um, gameplay. I. Ooh, this do you is know what? I'm going to go for four again because. Or should I do. Th I don't know. Basically, the point I'm trying to make is from the rules and the setup, I was thinking, oh my God, mm -hmm. this is going to be a stress fest because there seemed to be so much, so many things. Yeah. But actually, in the playing of it, it was pretty much self-explanatory. Yeah, it feels like we've like missed something out. It feels too simple in a way but, sometimes. But we were only playing map one, and it does uh, say in the, okay. that map one is just like the intro mode, intro uh, map, okay. you know? So yeah. um, I'm going to go for four. I'm going on the positive side. I'm going to go for mm, four. 
Yeah, no, I'll go for four as well because I didn't have any major issues with it. No, there was. I we really didn't. We made a little surprised. bit of a misunderstanding about collecting stuff. You could only collect stuff once you'd built a tent on it. So for about the first three turns, we were doing that a little bit wrong. But other than that, it was fine. And there's maybe a few things on here, like the at the town hall. The there's a few sort of trade things. I got that. Um, but we didn't really use that, did we? Well, no, I did um, once because I needed a blue token. So that's why I went to fight her to get the blue token. I think there's a few more things. Like we, yeah, as you, like you say, we did the basic beginners version of it, which is absolutely fine. I can see it getting a bit more complicated, but I'm I'm happy for it to, to get complicated for once because I felt like I got this and this was a little bit too basic after. Yeah, with all the elements and all the different counters, and you've got but so actually, many different things. So like I, yeah, reading the rule book, I was like, okay, this is a lot to remember. But actually, when you look, all the symbols, it's all there. Sort of do make yeah. sense. Maybe they're not quite as clear, but just because this is like a new world, yeah, isn't it? So we have to get time, used to the fact so. that Kiwi Bird equals luggage. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, no, do you know what? I'll say four as well. I'll be generous on that. Cool. I didn't not. I didn't like not get it. Because I was just yeah. I was just thinking. So like on your player board, you do actually have a book, and once you've done a few turns, I worked what, out what the symbols yeah. were. You can either once, go to town or you can go on the world, and you get two moves. You have to reset your hearts, yeah. and it costs three hearts to build a tent. Like it says that on your board. Yeah. Once you get to know what the symbols mean, you're fine. It just takes maybe a little bit of time to just to get that. But no, it's fine. We've played much more complicated games than this. Yeah. Well, that gives it a frag of fifteen and a half. Yeah. So that's cool. So is this a fairly new game? 2019, I think. Okay, so yeah. So is the third quite, one has like only just one? come out. The next one has only... What's that called? Uh, now or Never. Ah. So you've got above, or below, above and Below, Near and Far, Now or Never. So I've put them on my list. So, you know, in about is three years' time. Be, is Above and Below just this but different look? No. Well, so look, we've got different. Above and Below. Yeah, I know, but is it just going to be like, oh, it's all caves, but you're doing the same thing? No, I mean. think you're collecting villages. I think you're building a village. Oh. Ah, so, like, okay. you're settling the village, and then this game you're branching out and exploring the rest of the world, right. I think. Okay. I don't know, though. Hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. So it's quite popular, sort of, you know, an in-game at the moment, then. I guess so, yeah. It's by Red Raven Games, which I hadn't heard of before all of oh, okay. this. But, like I said, the release, because, like, obviously the release of the third one is quite recently, so there's been a lot of, like, Twitter about that. So I guess, right. it, yeah. So people but love this. I think suddenly it's, you know, I wouldn't say that this is a game for beginner. You know, it's no, not like, like your casual gamer. Like, this yeah, is more of a heavy game, isn't it? serious gamer. Yeah. So, but not so bad you saw i'd say actually this was middling it's not your sort of basic family game no monopoly. it's not your hardcore gamer one it's sort of in the middle for me because actually i but i would i would agree with you but i would only agree with you after we've played it if i was looking at the oh, box yeah. and i was, I was looking box, at the rule book like, oh, i'd be like this is, this is a heavy complicated, complicated yeah yeah i would not play this that's like 50 quid as well uh yes there's a lot to it and the, it's worth saying that the story but you know they are beautiful books they are spiral bound I mean, yeah they've done Tomes. There is like over a hundred pages of story in this very, book. Very, very good. Um, but no, I'm glad you said that actually, because once I'd set it up in my head, I was like, Mark's not gonna, Mark's not gonna like this. Oh my Mark's, god! Well, no, just because no, from yeah, the rules, no, yeah, it looks so box, complicated. No, yeah, I know. I was like, okay, actually, no, this is gonna be a total lose. But I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't. I actually really liked it. <laughs> yeah. And good choice. I'm looking forward to continuing through the atlas, mm. through the world, towards this last. 
ruin. Yeah. Lost ruin, last ruin. Yes. Well, there you go. So was it a win or not? I would say yes. Hey, that's good. Yeah. There's nothing to make it not a win. No. I mean, just pleasant. Well, no, not even pleasantly surprised because it's not like I thought it would be bad. But I guess it's, it's because... It's because it, you expect it to be. Yeah. This is because aesthetic. this was suggested by Riley. Like, this isn't yeah. a game that I would have bought myself. Do you know okay. what I mean? I wouldn't have... I don't know why. No, there's nothing like off-putting about it. No. I just... I think because I wouldn't have heard of it and I wouldn't have... You know, it's not like an IP that already exists and I'm not saying I'm yeah. shallow, but you do gravitate towards oh, the things that you know, more don't than you? Epic PvP or whatever. Well, definitely. You bought that. I know. <laughs> right? Sorry. <laughs> but yes, no. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Good suggestion. Yeah. And I can't wait to was get there some the other suggestions as well that we didn't pick. Yes, because if there was only one, there wouldn't have been the excitement yeah, of picking one at oh, random. We'll have to pick another one at random then. Well, at some point, maybe, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, add, I'll tell you what, I'll add it to the list of uh, things to do on the podcast. And when we get round to it next time, we'll yeah. put another call out for some more suggestions. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Well, yeah, there you go. That's that's pretty much it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Near and far. Good stuff. Near and far. Good shout. So, just in case you were confused at the start of the episode, <laughs> I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquent <laughs> in Arca Perculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, Bye Ludophiles. Bye. I haven't got any gems. Because you're shit. Now's the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.